0: Run to Old Navy for your favorite Old Navy Active styles. Compression leggings and Old Navy Active pants are just $12 for adults, $10 for kids, two days only, tomorrow and Sunday at Old Navy and oldnavy.com Valid 1-5 to 1-6, select styles only. Blob Talk Radio.
1: Thanks for tuning in to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. One of the most informative and entertaining talk radio shows today. From social issues and trending topics to sex and relationships. No subject is ever taboo. So join us now for Real People, Real Topics, Real Talk. Let's face it.
2: Happy Sunday, everyone. May the twenty fourth, two thousand and fifteen. Hope everyone is having a wonderful holiday weekend. How are you doing, Alicia? Alicia? Okay, I think we're having a little technical difficulty. I am here. But I,
1: I, I, oh. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> well, I was wondering where you to... went. Apparently I am a little bit too relaxed on the holiday weekend. That that's yes,
0: what's going yes, on yes. here.
1: <laughs>
2: how was your weekend Having so an, far? I know the holiday is tomorrow, yes. but um how is your weekend? Have you done anything uh, fun?
1: Well, you know, I've done something that I typically don't do well, which is relax and do a whole uh-huh. lot of
2: nothing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Neither one of us yeah. relax too well. That's not our that's not our our strong point in relaxing. We need to do no. that more.
1: Yeah, yeah. We need to practice <laughs> no. that a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It's kind of nice, you know, making phone mm-hmm. calls, returning phone calls, watching a little TV, sitting down for a while—all important things, mm-hmm. very important.
2: <laughs> How was your weekend? Yeah. So far, so good. Um. You know, I had an injury. I don't know if I told you about it, but, you know, I've been working out trying to lose weight for the summer. Um, I have this trainer who is really, really good, but he really pushes me, which is what I need. And um, I had an injury, like, last Wednesday before graduation. And it started out, I just thought it was a muscle soreness because he was like, you know, expect that. You haven't used your muscles in a while. I thought it was just regular pain, um, muscle soreness. But it got progressively worse, especially over the weekend. Ooh. So um, it got to the point where I would wake up and I would almost have to crawl to get to where I was going. So um, I had, because of my transplant, um, I had some issues with my, my left hip um, because of the prednisone. Um, and it was to the point oh, where they no. said if it had gotten worse, I may be, like, looking at, like, a hip replacement. So when oh, that started that. acting up, when this started acting up, I was I got a little concerned. So I went to the emergency room. They took some x-rays. They said they didn't really see anything wrong, other than that my muscles were inflamed. Um, so I guess I was just trying to do it too hard. But I had some, you know, I had to host an award ceremony yesterday, you know, I was trying to maintain my cool, keep my swag and everything. Oh, but my muscles were hurting. My leg was hurting. My hip was hurting. Girl, I everything can't see was hurting. You no one I not knew. I, I kept a smile on my face. I had to hold it tight, yes. but yeah, I was in pain. I didn't
1: see you. No so, one was, knew.
2: Yeah. I hope not.
1: <laughs> but other than that, everything's
2: good. I'm looking forward looking forward to um tomorrow. We're getting together with some family. I think they're gonna have some seafood, crabs, fish, shrimp, yes. Some, some things like that. So yeah, we're gonna be doing all that. Yeah. But tell us about the show Always tonight. Good. We have the show lined up.
1: Woo, great show. A lot of celebrities, a lot of star power on the show. Mm -hmm. But we are talking about branding yourself and how to stand out in a crowd, but in a good way. Um, Something we all need, whether you're a new entrepreneur, whether you're trying to reinvent yourself or relaunch a business or idea, um, this show is for you. Um, This show is going to give you tips at all different levels. And give you some examples of different celebrities and influential people who are successfully rebranding themselves and launching themselves, um, definitely doing some positive things in the world. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited about the show.
2: Yeah, really excited. Um, my, um, I had the opportunity to to meet a young lady who you're going to talk to, where you're going to hear from later on in the show. Um, very mm-hmm. sweet young lady, and. Um, the first guest, Your however, is a young lady who entered my ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, our first guest our first guest is um a young lady who came into my life a few years ago. I think it was about two years ago. And um okay. totally changed my life. Um I, I, I would really say that I would not be doing what I'm doing today if it had not had been for her. I think I would still be behind the chair, afraid um to step out doubting myself, but because I met our first guest, Miss Nikki Curry, who's coming up, she calls mm-hmm. herself the brand definer. The brand definer. Yes. And after this interview, you're definitely gonna know exactly why she goes by that name. Um but she definitely knows what she's talking about. She's helped me um set goals, achieve goals and there's still yeah. so much more to come. So after this commercial, um we're gonna be back here in the studio with Miss Nikki Curry, the brand definer. So you're listening awesome. to Let's Face It Radio, and we will be right back.
1: All right. Mm-hmm. Hello, those of you out there in radio Land, This is Alicia Brown, the Joy Guru, and I hope you're listening to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. If you follow the show, you know that we always have something crazy going on, and you've probably seen that other side of my personality. But in addition to being a radio host, I'm also a motivational speaker, author, and joy enthusiast. One of my greatest works was the book, Sometimes All You Have is Happy, A Guide to Obtaining Happiness While Awaiting Your Dreams. I'm asking you to join me on this journey to empowerment. The book is a magnifying glass to enable you to identify the roots of your unhappiness as well as the necessary steps to live in victory. As someone that suffered from childhood abuse and thoughts of suicide, there were lessons I learned along the way that enabled me a transition from being a victim to a victor. This book includes thought-provoking questions and exercises to enable you to take the beginning steps to reclaim the happiness, peace, purpose and joy and power that you were designed to have we cannot conquer what we refuse to face joy is a choice but it should not be optional choose joy today for more information visit me at thejoyguru.net or go to amazon.com to find out more information on how to purchase your copy This is Betty White. I know you don't need one more thing to worry about, but listen. High blood pressure can
0: cause kidney damage, blindness, heart attack, stroke. And you can have high blood pressure even if you feel all right. One in seven adults has it, but it's easy to get
1: your blood pressure checked, and you can treat it if it is too high. So don't worry about it. Don't ignore it. Just see your doctor and check it out.
0: For your free booklet, visit the Will Rogers Institute at wrinstitute.org and find us on Facebook and Twitter. What would happen if you didn't follow the established path? Would you feel scared or proud? Could you explain that helping the people of Peru improve their own community would also have an effect on your own? Would you rather make your own way or spend a lifetime saying, what if? Life is calling.
3: How far will you go? Peace Corps. To find out more, call 1-800-424-8580 or go to peacecorps.gov.
2: Welcome back to the show, and first guest, just like I was saying before the break, is a young lady who um, I'm sure that you will learn quite a bit from. Um, She is from, based out of Chesapeake, Virginia, and she goes by the name of Nikki Curry, and she's coined the phrase, the brand definer. Welcome to the show, Nikki. How are you?
3: I am good. How are you? Thank you for having me.
2: You're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome, welcome to the show. Um, I just wanted to start because before I met you, I knew nothing about branding. I, I didn't even know there was a term, branding. I heard it, didn't know what it was, didn't care to know what it was. For our listeners, can you can you explain, explain to us, wh- what is a brand? What is it? For, for those people who are like me, who um, are new to this thing, what is a brand?
3: Okay, Great question. But first, before we dive into that, please allow me to apologize for sounding like Kermit the Frog here <laughs> on your show. So I, I really, so really apologize. <laughs> and I hope everyone You're can so hear great. me and understand me. So, okay, let's dive in. Branding, or what is a brand? That is the million-dollar question. And, of course, there are hundreds and hundreds of definitions, especially with um people like myself that's in the industry, branding experts, branding professionals, uh, we all come up with our own definition. But to me, but to me, what I've learned over the years and, and working on corporate brands and personal brands, I have learned that branding or a brand is is not something like a campaign or a quick marketing strategy. It's a commitment. It's a commitment that you are determined mm to create uh, relationships with people. You are determined to create a perception of perceived value, which means Mm -hmm. that you can definitely, you're not so much worried about the market share because when you do your brand the correct way, when your brand is on point, like the young folks say, it takes up mind share. It takes up my mm. share, and that's when the market share comes into play. See, you got to get into my emotions. You got to tap into my emotions. You got to tap into my heart. You got to make me move. You got to make me take action. Think about, think about some of the brands that you have encountered, or some of your favorite brands, and like maybe your car. You may drive a Mercedes. Why did you get that Mercedes? Because it represents you. It makes you feel good wow. about you. It taps into the emotion. Man. So a brand is something it answers three questions. Who are you? What do you do? And what do you do it what do you do for me? What would you do for me? What results do you provide for me? Okay? Does that make sense? sense.
0: <laughs> <go ahead. laughs>
3: you know, like who do you do it for? In other words, you're <laughs> so that's what a brand is. I mean we can go round and round and round with this. But the bottom line is, if you can't make me think about you or think, if you're not top of mind to me, you're not an effective brand. I need to know that you are the go-to person, period. Okay.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: You know, in, in, in typical Nikki fashion, what I love about you is you make it so plain and simple, but at the same time it makes you sit back and think like, oh, okay, so that's what, oh, okay. Well, as the brand designer, can you tell Mm -hmm. us how one effectively but appropriately defines their brand? You know, is this something you do by yourself, or is this something that we really need to enlist the services of someone like you to help us to do this?
3: That is a fantastic question, Alicia. And, of course, being a professional, being a a coach, consultant, all of that gets – I would say this is not something you should do alone. Um, If you're the kind of person that you really want to try to figure out everything on your own, rock Uh with it. Go ahead. But I I don't (laughs) recommend that. I really don't recommend that because, you know, the, the, the world is moving, the marketplace is moving, and you really need to know what you're doing. So I would say find someone that can help you. Find a coach. Find someone that you can invest in them and they can invest their time and knowledge in you. See, knowledge Mm. is the new Mm. currency right now. That's the bottom line. So if if you want to cut your learning curve, don't try to figure it out yourself because a lot of things have already been done for you, and you just need to get with the right people to help you out.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Hmm. I, I will. Yeah. I will give a, a short testimony. I will say this. I remember the last conversation I had with you, and I, hmm. I you know, it's the new entrepreneur thing. You know your vision, you know mm-hmm. your products or services, and you really think you know how you like it to go. But I remember
0: yeah.
1: we had five minutes, and you took it to like a whole, another level, a whole nother vision <laughs> dimension, and I'm just going. We just talked for five minutes, and you gave me homework. But five minutes, and you made it just explosive in a a way I never even thought. So I I agree with you. Oftentimes by yourself you think, even when you think it's a big vision, you're thinking too small, and there's someone like you that will just put that thing together and say, you need to do A, B, and C, and this is how you do it. And it just
3: changes it dramatically. Right, right. And see, here's the other caveat to that. The bottom line is, yes, you may start off by yourself or you may not have the income or the revenue coming in to elicit help from, from a professional. I get that. I get that. But the bottom line is you've got to kind of know who you are. And sometimes it takes a person like myself to help bring that out. It was already in you. And you just need yeah. a little nudge to, to, to get some clarity around your platform and who you are—you kind of know yourself, exactly. but you probably really didn't you tap into that part of you. You—you you got right. to know who you are before you can start helping someone else. Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's, exact, that's exactly what you did for me. I um, mean, it's funny that you said that, Alicia, because when I went, when I first met Nikki, I had um, posted an ad. That I was looking for a publicist, and I had interviewed quite a few people. Um, interviews are normally about maybe ten, fifteen minutes. You know,
0: uh-huh. this is
2: who I think I am, you know, what do you think you can do for me? But Nikki came in. It was supposed to be 10 or 15 minutes, uh,
0: <laughs> and she interviewed me.
2: She asked me a question. Wow. She asked me, you know, who is Will Strayhorn? And I had no Uh-oh. clue of who I was. So mm-hmm. that, call, that interview lasted over an hour, and, you know, here we are two years later. So um, okay. yeah. I understand exactly what you were saying. So, I, and, and again, me and Nikki would be out. We were in D.C. People always – Pulling on her, they know her name. You know they're, they're picking her oh, mind. Huh. What can I do about this? What can I do about that? Nikki, I want to ask you: What are three of the biggest mistakes you see people do when they're trying to build a brand
0: uh, Ooh, With, without your assistance? Without, a- <laughs> without your assistance, <system, laughs> yes. what do you
2: see them doing?
3: Wow, that's a heavy, heavy question. But it's oh. uh, normally a question um, that needs to be asked by everyone. When you're starting out, this is something, um, if you want to cut that learning curve, this is a question you need to really educate yourself on because there are a lot of myths about branding. Now, most people treat branding as an afterthought. They think they're supposed to go out here and work on products. They're supposed to have all kind of products that they think people will buy, but they okay. haven't even defined their brand. They haven't even tapped into who they are and how they serve and who they can help. They haven't even done what we call a brand strategy or built that brand framework. you got to ask mm-hmm. those questions that we just talked about. Who are you? Who do you help? How do you serve? You know, who, who needs to listen to me? That type of thing. So the first mistake is that they treat branding as, oh, it's just something, I need a website, I need a business card, I need a logo. That's the biggest mistake you can ever make, okay? Mm-hmm. So... The the, the bottom line is, it taps back into the same thing I was saying earlier, and that's building that brand framework. I try to use at least six to ten steps. It just depends on where you are and who you are and what you're doing. But the first thing you need to do is know who your audience is, okay? So if you do that, Mm. it's going to help you create that, oh, damn! this is where I need to start, Okay. The second mistake is we do not define our position. You gotta position yourself as the go to expert. You know, we talk about celebrities and we talk about this person, but you gotta position yourself as the person that I wanna do business with. Okay? Okay. And the third step is you gotta create a solution. There if there's a problem, just like the government. The government will hire you pay you money, if you can fulfil their problems or the problems that they have with society with a solution. You've got to be able to create a solution mm. that your audience wants and that they're willing to pay for. What is the solution? Mm-hmm. Oh. Find the problem, create the solution. And I can go on and on Let about me. that.
1: It certainly me does. Me.
3: All right. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know, one of the things I want to know is, is there a difference between branding yourself and then branding your business, products, or services? You know, are there times where the two should be together or they should be different, or what's the
3: connection or not? Mm-hmm. That's another excellent question because um, I mm-hmm. study, and I've studied under some of the best within my industry, and I get mixed messages sometimes, but I guess it all works out in the end. I am known for working with personal brands. Now, they're all kind of different brands. There's a personal brand. There's a company brand. There's a product brand. Did you all know that every city has its own brand? When I say the name, New York, what do you think about it? New York has its own brand, right? If That's I say true. Las Vegas, right. Las Vegas has its own brand, right? right. So everything right. has a right. brand. Everything, every industry, every single thing has its own brand and it's, and it has its own brand perception. So, yes, there is a difference. Now, I'm, I'm kind of not straddling the fence, but I will say, in order for me, you can't be Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola started out branding its product. They kind of did a dual branding process, its product mm-hmm. and its company. When you think about pop, oh, I'm sorry, soda, You You think about Coca-Cola, right? You know, Mm, we call Pepsi Coca-Cola because they Mm. started out branding their product or their company. The company built a big brandy name. But when you think about Oprah Winfrey, you think about Mm. the personal brand, right? Right. So that is a part of the branding process, defining your brand. You have to determine, am I going to define my personal brand what do I want to be known for? Do I want to be known for my widget, or do I want to be known for the results that I provide as a person or as a professional or as a, a speaker, as an author? What do I want to be defined by, or who do I want to be known, or what do I want to be known for? Excuse me. That's what I'm trying to say. I I honestly think sometimes you have to do both, but... Defining who you are and branding yourself, you can never go wrong. Because people buy people. They buy relationships. Right. They buy trust. They buy you. They relate to you first. If, you, if you've if you had a kidney transplant and I've had one too or my mother's had one, I'm going to relate to Will Strayhorn. I'm going to relate to him right. because he gets me and I get him. And that's right. a personal brand. All right. Mm. Don't
2: that start me to preach now, y'all. Oh, go I know, now. I know, <laughs> I know. Let's, let, let's move a little bit towards competition, because I know, um, like, in the, in the beauty industry, in the fashion industry, it's a lot of us, and it's a lot of us right here in this area that we live in. Um, and a lot of times people get so consumed with the idea of what someone else is doing, who my competition is, that they just stay stagnant. And I have to admit, I was that I was that person a, a couple of years ago, um, afraid to move because I didn't want to make the wrong the wrong move, so I wasn't doing anything. Um, the thing has come up again with this radio show. I'm trying to figure out, mm-hmm. you know, with all the competition around how to set myself apart from the competition, what would be your advice? Or how can a company be different from its competitors? Okay.
3: Well, let me say this. Now, some people say, oh, there are no competitors out there. There's only you. That's not true. That's really <laughs> not true. No, not it's that. all in how you look at that, okay? It's all in how you spend there, mm. how you look at that. I would say that the the only thing, the number one thing that separates you from your competitor, whether it's a uh um, a, a competitor that's really right there in your industry or right there on your doorstep or a competitor that, you know, maybe in, in the same alignment but not that close to you. The, the biggest difference is your brand, believe it or not. See, I believe that the marketplace is dying for something different. You know, just saying that you're different, man, please, that's played out. <laughs> Let's play it out. Being different is not enough anymore. It really isn't. So the, the marketplace is dying for something new, something innovative, something something that's truly different and it's, it's known to be different. If you learn how to make what you do worth talking about, your business will grow. That will set you apart from your competitors. Promote the results that you provide. Promote the difference between... Your radio show, whether it's the guests or the knowledge that the listeners receive or the people that you have on the show or you being the plaid elephant in the room, that's what makes you different. Okay. Look at Steve Harvey. Look at Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey has reinvented himself over and over again. And his radio platform, yes, yes, his radio platform makes him different because guess what? He's rough he speaks the truth, Mm -hmm. he's controversial, he doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter to him if you don't like what he's saying because he's going to say it. Mm -hmm. Even if he's fined by the FCC, he doesn't doesn't care. Don't do that, Will. Don't do that,
0: Will. I know.
2: So, Nikki, do you think that you have to really come out your comfort zone, um, especially when you're on radio and all they have to go on is your voice? Do you really think you you have to create a persona? Because I'm, well, I'm pretty sure Steve Harvey is highly act on 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 the radio.
4: But I know a lot of people mm-hmm. who, when you
2: meet them, they're not what you perceive them to be from their personality on you know like the radio or whatever is TV. Um, do you think that you really need to for your show to be successful? You have to step out your comfort zone. You have to step out the box.
3: Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And see, one thing I've noticed about you, Will, is you have some very good, interesting, and controversial topics on your radio show. Mm -hmm. Not everyone can talk about what you're talking about. And you bring the experts in, Mm -hmm. the experts within those industries, to talk about that Mm -hmm. and to have the real conversations. And that is how you set yourself apart. Because if you don't do that, if you don't do what other people are afraid to do, you become what we Mm -hmm. call a Me Too brand, okay? That's not mm. what you want. Mm. You don't want to be that Me Too right. brand. I call it the monkey see, monkey do brand. Nobody mm. <laughs> got time for that, okay? Who's <laughs> of that? There are a lot of people out of here now doing the same thing that you do. and You know what I'm saying? I mean, right. right. Step it up. If you are not a game changer, you're killing the game. You have uh, to become a uh, game like
0: changer. That. Get out of yes. the game.
3: Get out of the game. If you're not a game changer, I'm telling you, get create some haters. When you create enough haters, uh, you become a game changer. For real. You yeah, really well, do. Oh, I like that. You really do. Let me ask you this. Let me ask both of you all this. If you were to go under, God forbid, if you were to lose your business right now, if you were to stop doing the radio show, stop speaking, stop doing hair, stop writing books. All of them. Uh, would anyone miss you? Would anyone miss you for about besides five your minutes. family? <laughs> for about five minutes, okay. So, would anyone miss you besides your friends, your family, your girlfriend, your you know your your, your playmates? Uh, I mean, would anyone miss you besides those people? And be honest with me.
1: I would say yes. I would like to say
0: yeah.
1: I would like to say yes.
3: Well, absolutely.
1: Like for you. But not a lot of audience
3: as I would like to. Okay. Okay. I can take that. I'm glad you say I would say yes. And see, the Nikki Curry answer is absolutely. Absolutely. Because I have affected and I've changed the game to certain people within the industry. If Mm -hmm. my family are the only people that will miss me, if my business went under, I'm in trouble. You have become... The boring factor. You have gained the boring factor. And you don't want that. You have become boring. You see what I'm saying? You got to shake Uh. it up. Shake it up within your industry, within your media industry, within your hair, beauty, and fashion industry, within Uh the speaking industry, every piece of Uh your platform, you got to shake that thing up. And forgive me for being a little bit blunt here, but that's how I am. you got to mm-hmm. know who you are, have a point of view, where do you stand, on what side of the fence do you stand on? That's what people gravitate towards. So that
2: right. means you really have to step out your comfort, comfort zone. You have to not be afraid you to did. shake things up. Um, Alicia, sometimes we have to go ahead with our first thought and stop talking ourselves out of things. Um, we have to, we,
0: we, we pretty much about have to make where?
2: ourselves Irreplaceable. That if you know nice. if, if something like you said if something happened, if people would be upset. People would be yes. trying to figure out what happened and not just right, turn yeah. the dial to another station. That, I, I got. Exactly. That. I totally got that, man. All right. I'm feeling that. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Next well, you
0: know.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I I have to ask you this because mm-hmm. one of the things I learned from you is every time you go to an event, you need to take pictures. Not only just any Uh pictures, but pictures with the main people, and you share those on social media and your other platforms. Mm -hmm. However, we know how with social media, if if we're talking about a brand, people are branding themselves, but it's not always good.
0: So Mm -hmm.
1: how does social media fit in your branding plan, branding plan, and what are the common
3: errors that you see? You know, social media is—it's here to stay. You know, some of us yes. used to say, "Oh, that and they're saying it will stay around," but uh-huh. it's here to stay. And it's one of the most powerful resources that we have for free right now, to a certain extent. Okay, uh-huh. social media—you have to look at social media as a part of branding because that's what it is. It is nothing but branding, and it is a part of visual branding. Because the bottom line is, whatever you put out there on social media, someone is always seeing it. They may not comment Uh on it. They may not like it. They may not share it. But they are Uh looking at it. I promise Uh you that. They are watching Uh you. Someone is always watching you. But here's the flip side of social media, and it definitely fits in to your marketing strategy and your brand strategy and your brand framework. You gotta have it. you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Social media is a great way to build relationships when it's done correctly. Uh-huh. when it's done correctly okay the One of the biggest mistakes we make is thinking, "Oh, everybody wants to know about the cereal I ate this morning <laughs> now, i I really don't care about the cereal you ate this morning. And I'm not saying don't get personal, because you know Uh you remember the 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 concept that we've all heard: don't take it personal. It's business,
0: right? Yes, right.
3: You you got to learn how to mix a little bit of that personal side of you, because that's the relationship side. That's how you gain the Uh trust of others. You got to mix a little bit of that personal along with the business side in your social media strategy and your social media work. Uh This is the chance. This is the chance that you can build. This is the opportunity for you to build relationships, long term relationships, clients, and meaningful relationships for those who that are on social media. Because when I tell you they are watching you, they are definitely watching you. They're definitely watching you. So you have to put out there you have to put the information out there that people want to hear and that they can relate to you. But you gotta be real now. You gotta keep it uh-huh. one hundred, uh-huh. you gotta keep it genuine, you gotta be on point with that. And then you got to spend some time there. A lot of us we automate social media, and that's cool. Uh-huh. That's cool. But take 15 to 20 minutes out of your time and post something that's real. Be a little bit vulnerable. Don't tell all your business, but be a little uh-huh. bit vulnerable. Let people know that you're human, that you're real. You have issues. You have problems. You know, you you you're dealing with your kids, or you're tired. You're traveling. Whatever, but it's related to business, and bring it back around to business. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It makes sense. Okay. Uh, Just keep the engagement going. Get engaged with people. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, get engaged with people. Let them know that you care about them, that you're interested. Promote others on social media. Share Uh others' information. Events. Oh, my goodness. That's my biggest secret. That's how I attract people because I'm not afraid to promote others. I'm not. I'm not afraid to share what others are doing. It works. Mm-hmm. And Alicia, you're good at that. And Will, you're definitely good at that.
2: Thank you. You're well yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, um, back again with the radio station because while you were saying that, something just crossed my mind. So. Mm-hmm. In this stage, we're just approaching one year. September the 7th will be one year that the show has been on. Mm-hmm. How can a, a small fish in a big old pond with all these shows attract that, I guess you would say, that first-class guests? I, I, luckily and prayerfully through you, um, I was the show was able to um, actually get some really big names on the show, um, and I mm-hmm. owe that to you, your influence. But how can other people who don't have a Nikki Curry go about attracting um celebrities or influential people to help endorse their brand? hmm Like I know I've heard you say a lot of times name recognition. Um and I've even heard my pastor say sometimes you're blessed by association. But some people yeah. just don't have that, um, in the circle. So what are some other things that they can do to attract, you know, attention to their brand? They don't have you know big celebrities or a big a big p- publisher or anything to help. Them. Right. What can they do? Right. Well, you
3: know, we we live in a society where everything is centered around celebrities. Celebrities carry a lot of weight. All of that. So if you have a celebrity within the room, it it, it works. I mean, there's a big draw to that. I, I'm I'm going to say this in in, in several parts here. I want to encourage everyone. If you want to attract celebrities, if you want to 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 be in the in the in crowd, so to speak, or within that circle, that A list circle, you to you first have to be that celebrity, that industry celebrity. And, and I'm, I'm I know there's a difference between an industry celebrity and a Hollywood celebrity. I, I understand that, but I'm going to recommend to everyone become that industry celebrity that go-to person. Increase your celebrity currency within your own industry first. Let people know who you are and that you're not afraid to take a stand or that you believe in this or that you're good at this. Because some Mm -hmm. of us, we're so afraid about promoting ourselves that we think it's bragging or boasting. And I often say it's not bragging if it's true. So (laughs) celebrities... You know, celebrities are sometimes attracted to those that are moving and shaking within their own industry. And it's through Uh connections that a lot of times I'm able to get to other celebrities or those Hollywood celebrities. So if you don't have a publicist or if you don't have a whole lot of contacts where you can can get to those mainstream celebrities, I'm going to recommend this. Increase your visibility because the visibility – will get you in the room, but your ability to do the job will keep you in the room, okay? So Uh you you got to master who you are and what you do, your platform, before a celebrity will even take you seriously. Here's another tip. If you want to go, if you want to get to the celebrity, you have to go where they are. So I suggest you work on industry events. Go to industry events. Take those pictures. Post those pictures on social media. Tied people that you know that are influencers within their industry, those that are influencers or have connections with other celebrities, get on that wagon where you're not afraid to be seen, okay? Mm. Show up on Red Carpets. That's another secret. When you Mm. show up on Red Carpets and you post that through social media, which is free, you put that on your website, you talk about it, you share it with your database, your list, you must have a list. That's the basics. You must have a list. You got to have a community. Share it with your community. Activity, activity, activity. I can't even stress that enough. You know why I'm able to connect with big-time celebrities? Because they're watching me. They see what I do. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I'm not a Hollywood celebrity. No, I may not be known by everyone, but I'm known by the right people. So okay. those celebrities and those celebrities... Uh, those celebrities' agents and managers and those publicists, they're coming to me saying, "Nikki Curry, I need your help. I'm like, okay, what can I do for you? Okay. I I return the favor. Go where they are. Be where they be. Man, you got to show up. Showing up is half the battle. That's half the battle. Show up to the right places. Let your name be known. Circle. Talk. Network. Build your own buzz. You have to. I'm preaching now.
2: I'm preaching. And, and you Hold know on. you are. But you know what, Nikki? <laughs> the the red carpet the red carpet as far as the posting, I've been I think I've been doing a really good job with that. Um you have. but the red mm-hmm. carpet like you were saying, and I really can't complain. My life is really, really good right now. Um I'm in a good place. Life is really good. But when my my family was up here for graduation, a lot of them were saying, "You know, I saw you posting pictures on red carpet. Tell me about that." So you're you're right when you're posting <laughs> pictures. Mm-hmm. They're trying to figure out how did you get on that red carpet? Who do you know? And you know, how can I get to know them too? So that's true. Right, that's true. I just want to right. stress that fact.
3: And sometimes oh, you have to ask. Sometimes you have to ask to be on the red carpet. You can't be afraid to ask for what you want. That's what I do. I ask. If I'm not asking for myself, 95% of the time I'm really asking for my clients. I'm asking Mm -hmm. for a guest appearance. I'm asking for media coverage. I'm asking to be in the room. I'm asking for that interview. I'm asking. I'm asking for the education from those that have already done it. I need to be educated. I need to constantly be updating my reference library. I'm going where they are. I'm investing in them. I'm getting in their training classes. Period. And once you do that, once you invest in a celebrity or you invest in an industry celebrity, they will never forget your name. I promise you that. Mm. Mm. Okay. All
1: right. You know, I just feel like I, I need a notepad and just write everything <laughs> I'm, down. I'm already writing it down, down. I'm writing it down. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm <laughs> going to go high tech and just say I'm going to play back the recording. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> But I have to ask, just lumping, you know, we, there are several different type of entrepreneur types, but if we can mm-hmm. just lump them in three levels. Those who are just starting and they have a vision, but they're overwhelmed and they're unsure what steps to take. You know, second, those who want to reinvent themselves after they have had, you know, they tried and had an epic failure. And then third, those who have found great success but now they Mm -hmm. want to relaunch into an entirely different uh, area or field. What branding advice do you give to each of those types?
3: Wow. Yeah, and you you hit the nail on the head with that because those are the the three main categories right there. The person that's starting out, you're just starting out, you have a vision, you have a, a desire, you have a thirst, and you're ready to go and you're not sure what to do, you're overwhelmed, I've been there. God knows I've been there not once, not twice, but probably a thousand times. And it's really, really scary. Mm. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I learned, you know, I've been in business for myself for over 12 years. And what I do now with my own firm, with the image brand company, I used to do for corporate America. And I'm talking about for the big wig. And mm-hmm. um, it that was a learning process right there. And I cut everything I... I learned from the the corporate job or from the corporate world. I've always been in the corporate world. I touched that and applied it to my own business. So if you're starting out, what I'm going to suggest to you is get help. I'm going to go back to that. Get some money. And if you can't afford to, to, to hire someone to help you out and to help you cut the learning curve, you know, get all of the free knowledge that you can possibly get. But constantly, constantly invest in yourself. But before you even do that, you first have to make a decision that you're not going to give up, that you're going to see this thing through. Because when I started out, all I had was a few hundred dollars. I had no idea. And some people say, well, I started out with uh, 50 bucks and a dream. I don't think Mm -hmm. I really had a dream. I had more of a frustration. I was was Mm -hmm. tired of living the way I was living. And I knew I had to do more. I knew I was destined to be something greater to, to live my life in a different way and to help people and to serve and just really give back. So that was my frustration. So I made a decision that no matter what, even if it meant that I was almost going broke, I was going to see the same so, with the help of God Almighty. You have to do that. You have to make that decision. After you make that decision, all things will show up for you because you always get what you need when you need it. I promise you. Amen. Don't give up. Don't give up. Have faith, have perseverance, and get help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. So that, that second category, going into that, you you reinvented yourself and you've had a few setbacks and things have gone a little bit haywire, and that's cool. And actually, I think, in my opinion, mm-hmm. this is the best time in your career to really do mm-hmm. a self-audit. This is the best mm-hmm. time for you to really figure out What's going on? Because mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, people call them failures. They call it epic failures. They call it whatever. But to me, they're more of teachable moments. They're what I call teachable moments because sometimes they're expensive. Sometimes they are just right. Because these are the things that you can't get in the classroom. You can't learn these lessons in the classroom. You have to learn them by scraping your knees and using those muscles. You got to go through the trenches, man. You got to get in that quicksand. And you mm-hmm. need to do that. You need to have these moments in your life and in your business career. You got to have a few setbacks. Don't be afraid to fail. Just fail forward. Okay? okay? This is the time that you say, okay, what can I do to make this right? If you've had a failure, own that. Own that lesson. Own that thing. Look at it, dissect it, and say, okay, I did this, I did that. That worked, that didn't work. But you got to own that. You got to get real with yourself. And again, you're not a failure. It's just an experience. It was a teachable moment. Because the bottom Uh line is if everything goes right for you, if everything is always hunky-dory and you get comfortable, Uh you think you did it yourself. You think you're successful because Uh you did it yourself. You're not. And then if you lose sight of where the credit really lies, so the credit really lies yeah. with God Almighty, okay? Yes. Yeah. We get too cocky because we say, oh, everything is grand, everything is good. You need a mm-hmm. few setbacks in your life. You really do. And for huh. the third person, that successful person, that person that say, oh, I'm tired of doing this, I'm tired of being behind the chair, Well oh, I don't want to be behind <laughs> the chair as much, and I need to reinvent myself, I need to relaunch something new, that is a great place to start over too. It's okay. I'm going to suggest look at what has worked for you in the past. Go back to the basics. Don't be afraid to go back to the basics of building that brand framework. Everything starts with a brand strategy. Who are you? Who do you help? Who is your audience? What do they want? What do they need? what, do, what are they willing to pay for? you got to look at that stuff. you got to look at that stuff big time, all the time, and know that your brand is always evolving and transfer what you've done in the past that has worked for you, transfer transfer that over to the new career, transfer that over to the new business, to the new brand, what do you need to do in order to make this work? Because if you've done it once, you can do it again. Does all that right. make sense? Oh, that makes perfect
0: sense.
2: That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. And see, I was, told, I was told that 80% of what successful people do normally doesn't work. But all that yeah. 20%. That twenty percent, hmm, that's the powerful thing. That's where most of your money and, and the riches come from. Okay, that twenty percent. Do what works hmm. and repeat it. rinse and repeat.
0: Wow. How, I like
1: that. Well, Nikki, normal. <laughs> as normal, as <laughs> normal, you just give us so much information, but you make yeah. it A so lot simple. Of good information. Yes, mm-hmm. so easy Thank to you. process. And you always leave us motivated, like we really can do yeah. this. It's doable.
2: Now, yeah, me uh-huh. and Will
1: know how I stay in contact with you, and how I get you. Before our <laughs> listeners, how can they get in
3: contact with you? Okay, the best way to get in contact with me, you can visit my website. It is nikkycurry dot com or branddefiner dot com, and you can go to the website there, or you can send me a good email at nikky at dot com. Nikki Curry Media at Gmail. I'm also on social media under Nikki Curry, that's N-I-K-K-I-C-U-R-R-Y, or Brand Definer, or just Google me. I would love to talk to you. I would love to give you uh, some tips. We can have a quick strategy session. You may not like what I say, but I'm going to give you the truth, <laughs> not what you want to hear. So reach out to me or uh, fill out one of the forms that we have on the website at NikkiCurry.com. And we will get back to you within 24 to 48 hours. All right huh. now.
2: Sounds good. And I think Will thank and I Thank you so host... much, Nikki.
3: Yes. You are welcome. Pleasure, my pleasure.
2: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Have a good evening. Well,
3: okay, thank you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. You
2: too. All right, bye-bye.
1: Well, you Absolutely. know, Will. Good
2: information. Good information.
1: Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I have a
2: whole we, two sheets written down of notes.
1: <laughs> oh Okay. Like yeah. I said, I'm, I'm just going to replay the show.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm going to be lazy on the holiday weekend. But well, we have to take a quick commercial break. Um, after the break, we are coming back with Tiffany Emerge Boyle of Emerge Magazine, who also has that red carpet opportunity for you coming up next Friday, May the 29th. Uh, So come back, tune back in to Let's Face It to hear all of that information and another wonderful example of an influential person that really can share with you tips on branding when we come back to Let's Face It.
0: Wayne Brady for the Will Rogers Institute.
2: Hey, folks, I've got something that will truly revolutionize your life. It's called exercise. It will get you from here to there, allow you to spend time with your family and meet new people, cut inches from your waistline, and improve the quality of your life. Even help improve your self-image. Sexy. So when you've got to choose between moving around or lying on the couch, choose exercise. You won't be sorry.
0: For your free booklet, visit WRInstitute.org or call toll-free 877-957-7575 and find us on Facebook and Twitter.
1: I was 11 years old at my first national championship. I fell I don't know how many times.
0: Michelle Kwan is the most decorated figure skater in U.S. history. When
1: I had a dream. My dream came true because I dedicated myself.
0: Dedication made Michelle Kwan a champion.
1: I was passionate about something and I made sure that I worked hard for it.
0: And dedication can make your dreams a reality.
3: Whatever your dream and goals are.
1: Hello, this is Alicia Brown of Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends, Blog Talk Radio Show, and this evening I have the pleasure of interviewing Miss Tiffany Emerge Boyle. Tiffany, how are you this evening?
4: I'm doing good. How are you?
1: I am good. And, you know, now I definitely want to talk to you about the big event you have coming up on May 29th in D.C., uh, which I'm so excited, yes, I'm so excited to actually be there in person. And actually, be able to cover that event. Um oh, But you know, great. yes, that you know, it's such a from everything I've seen in the promotion of all the people that are going to be there, all the events that are going on. I'm really, really excited. Uh, but you know, I first remember meeting you back in 2008, and I remember back then there was some mention of your magazine, and now it's on a whole new level, whole different level, and it's really just blown up. Can you tell us what Emerge Magazine means to you? Uh, what was the vision behind it? What's the concept?
4: Yes. Um, well, we have um, definitely increased in popularity, which is a great thing. I'm very thankful. Uh, hopefully yes. we are changing the way people think about business and the people behind business. To me, Emerge means to stop being fearful and to move forward and to grow with what you want to do, with what you have dreamt about or, or will dream about. And it it is in everything in life, um, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be your spiritual life, your education, your business. It's all related, and you can always emerge. There's never a time where you just stay still and that do is so not true. keep growing. So that the company is – that's the the purpose of the company, the magazine, the online blogs, the profiles, we do everything, all of our events, we do everything so people can emerge, including myself.
1: That's awesome, because definitely as the visionary, you have to be connected, and, and people will feel that passion from you in everything that you do in the business. But I want to ask you, you had this vision for company as a whole, um, you knew its purpose. You knew the desired reach. But how do you take that dream and turn it into a reality and be able to brand yourself as well as the business for success?
4: Hard work, which sounds cliche, but it's literally it, it's hard work, and um, dedication and sacrifice. And sacrifice is what makes it so hard um, because you're like, oh, I could be doing this with this money or I can be doing this with this time, but you have a dream. You have to devote that time and those finances towards your dream to see it come true. So those three things. That That is so true.
1: That is so true because in everything you do, there will be a sacrifice. And I think you hit the nail on the head for so many entrepreneurs. You know, time, resources, finances are always limited. Um, So you're always balancing that choice between trying to live but also how much do you invest in your actual vision. Right. But speaking of investments, I remember seeing a copy of the magazine where you had songstress Leela James on the cover. What was your secret for getting influential powerhouses to buy in or connect to your vision and brand?
4: I would say networking. If I didn't know certain people, um Then I wouldn't have had the opportunity to have lila James you know be on the cover or be able to meet her in person for her to sign the magazine things like that, so definitely networking and making those connections, otherwise I wouldn't have had that opportunity because I didn't know her <laughs> <laughs> uh, just knowing someone who knew her publicist and you know was friends with her publicist this helps out, so I always encourage people to network because you never know who you know and who they know and it's definitely about who you know
1: that that's so true that is so true and would you say there's any particular key to networking properly because there's always a bunch of events Um, there's always a bunch of different associations but but what's the true networking definition to you
4: you have to go to a networking event with a purpose. It can be different. Um, what your purpose is is up to you and where you're going with your business or your personal life. But So you have to go with a goal in mind, and you have to go to the right ones. Read about the description. Read what type of industry it is. And when you get there, you cannot be shy. You have to go and approach people, talk to people, get to know them and everybody you meet is not going to be someone who you're going to get along with. And you know, right, right off that, okay, well this isn't going to go far because the small talk is really that it's just small. But those Mm -hmm. people you end up having a lengthy conversation with, remember who they are, get their business card, write down things about them on the business card. They have new apps now where you can take a picture of them, take a picture of their business card and then all the information is in your phone. So there are plenty of different things that can also help you with remembering. And then another key thing is to follow up. When you're done networking, next day or that same night, send an email, make a phone call, send a text, just hey, remember me. And every once in a while you just keep following up because you never know when you're going to need them.
1: You know, that's a good tip, networking with the purpose and then remembering to follow up. Because certainly, again, we can be a part of everything, but if it's not, fulfilling that purpose and making those right connections for your brand, you're wasting time. That that's the awesome tip. But you know, success is nice and it's definitely what we're striving for, but there's always a story behind the business, behind the brand. What's your story? And did everything just always fall into place or what were the obstacles and challenges
4: that came along the way? I wish everything fell in place. That would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it would. Yes, but then I wouldn't have a testimony to tell other people. Um, It it wasn't, I don't want to say it was very difficult, but my life at the time when I first started or had the idea of Emerge wasn't um, the ideal situation. I was going to school. I was living at home with my parents. I was a single mother. I mean, so it wasn't hard. But it wasn't easy. Again, with sacrifice, mm-hmm. me just going to school alone, I had to sacrifice my time away from my child
1: to yes. be able
4: to fulfill my education, but to also show her this is important. And yes. that was that was a, a big obstacle because time. I wanted to do great in it, things like that. So. Emerged the first time around, didn't turn out as good as I would like it. It wasn't um, super professional. I wasn't networking. I didn't have the connections. I was just going with people I knew. So I Mm -hmm. knew a lot of people in the modeling industry, but not, you know, celebrity models, um, people. And that's where I got my inspiration from was from people in the neighborhood who were models, who were very talented, but they couldn't get out or get exposure how they needed it. So that's where the original Mm -hmm. idea came from and the original purpose was to be that connection for those people. But I couldn't be a connection if I was not connected myself or if I was not a credible or reliable source. And mm. I didn't realize that until after I got into it. And it was like, oh, this is a lot harder than I thought. And I don't like right. to talk to people, so I don't know how I'm going to do this. <laughs> and So, so it, it's not it just died. me that has that problem. <laughs> right, yeah, that was a big problem. Um, so it's not, it just died. Um, For a while, I wasn't really doing it. I came out with one magazine. It was not the greatest looking magazine, so we won't have anybody look that up. (laughs) I hope you still have a copy though. Right. (laughs) And and it just went away. I focused on my career. I had a a, a, you know that made Mm me I thought at the time a lot of money. Um, I was finishing up school. Everything was going good, so I just Mm -hmm. stopped and then. But it never went away. I feel like once you're an entrepreneur, you are always an entrepreneur. There's that little thing just always jabbing at you. Like, you are not yes. supposed to be working for somebody else.
1: <laughs> yeah. So,
4: And then after a while, people started asking me. My LinkedIn became popular all of a sudden. And people started asking me, where did Emerge go? I saw Emerge before, yes. and where did it go? So I said, you know, let me re-look at this. And try it again. I was a, I was in a better position financially. I was in a better place, you know, um, being mature. Mm-hmm. And I was finishing up school. I was almost done with school. So, so let me do it again. And okay. this time I was going to do it the right way. I researched. I went out and networked. I met um, a lot of people actually through LinkedIn. I think that's a great tool. Wow. A lot of professional people. Mm-hmm. Versus Facebook, or Instagram, things like that. Right. Um, LinkedIn is very good for you know making great connections um, professionally. And I hope you're I listening out again. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. LinkedIn. Yes, definitely. And I I wasn't scared anymore. I don't know why I wasn't scared anymore, ah. but I, I just wasn't I wasn't scared. I said I'm going to do it whether it comes out great or whether it fails again. I'm going to do it and for some reason this time, it, everything did fall into place. I mean, some things are still hard. Um, finding great staff, expanding how I would like to expand. But as far as everybody else, um, Nikki Curry coming into my life, Jerry Banks, my graphic designer, my COO, DeShana Kemp, my publicist, Daoud, um, those are all people that came into my life because of this, and wow. it turned out great.
1: And, you know, I love – there's such a wealth in everything you just said in the past few minutes, but what in some definition, you failed, or you had some failures, but there was something in you that kept nagging, and then other people came along and asked you that accountability partner or those accountability people asked you you know what's going on? you know wasn't there a copy of you know emerge I saw the magazine, so it's okay to start and fail. It's okay not to even be all that good at it when you start. But then if it keeps nagging at you, you need to go back, do your research, reinvigorate your passion, connect to the right people, and go back and give it another try. And then eventually things fall into place.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, okay, Emerge Magazine fell into place, and, of course, Everybody likes to party, everybody wants to rub elbows with the Rich and Famous, and everybody <laughs> wants to be on a red carpet, <laughs> including myself. <Yes>. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is this May 29th event that you have planned, who's going to be there, and how can the listeners get their tickets, even though the event's just a few days away? It's going
4: to be May 29th at the City Club of Washington, D.C., which is a gorgeous venue. And it's going to be from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. We are also offering for people who don't want to stop, you know, having fun, a free mm-hmm. after party at Ozios in D.C.
1: Oh,
4: hi. Yeah, yeah. So if you come to the event, you also get into Ozios. So it's two-for-one deal.
0: Mm-hmm. And
4: it's going to be, like you said, a red carpet event. I'm calling it the red carpet event for the business industry. You always see red carpet events for celebrities, but never for the business industry, the people behind the scenes, the people who are making this economy, you know, revolve and grow. And that's what this is going to be. It's going to be. Tons of media will be there. So it's pretty much a business owner's dream because you get free promotion. You get spot interviews, pictures taken. Emerge Magazine is going to shout everybody out uh, who we know is coming. And, Mm -hmm. um, is networking session of course where you can get to talk with people and we're we'll going to have a live band great food um, being passed around butler style and a few speeches uh, from people in the past magazine and from people who will be in the next issue which is July so definitely wow. come out you can go to emergepremiere.com or you can find us on Eventbrite under Washington D.C. for May 29th and we're right there
1: Okay, so again, if you're established business or if you just have a passion for business and you want to learn how to network properly the way Tiffany said, or if you just want to have some fun and be around success, come out May 29th. You have all the information. And, Tiffany, I just have to ask you one final question. If you knew then what you know now and, you know, you could just reach back in time, What would you have told yourself back then, especially when the road was rocky? We have enough time now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
4: sure there was plenty of things in
1: retrospect.
4: (laughs) I would tell myself, you can do it. All right. Because I think if I believed in myself as much as I believe in myself now, I would have gone for it wholeheartedly then.
1: Wow. So I guess as simple as it sounds, that's as powerful as it is. If you know you have a purpose or there's a a strong dream or passion that you have about something, just believe in yourself, follow through, and then other people will believe in your brand and you as well. Well, Tiffany, we just thank you for taking this time uh, with Let's Face It and giving us all the particulars about the event. Um, We're just so excited about everything that you've done and everything that you are doing, and we just wish you much success.
4: Oh, thank you, and thank you for having me. Yes, and I know
1: after this everybody is going to go get their tickets because we all want to be on the red carpet.
4: (laughs) Yeah, and there is limited space, so tickets are going, so buy it now.
1: Okay, well, hopefully it will not be sold out, but that means you need to rush right now and go get your ticket.
4: (laughs) Tiffany, thank you so
1: much.
0: Wow,
1: that was great. She was
2: really
1: nice. Yes. Really.
0: Wow.
2: And you know I have been trying to
1: you you know, it warms my heart because I remember many moons ago we worked for the same employer, just different offices and Uh every now and then we would come in contact. And it was just like, you know, You know, it's wonderful to see celebrities. It's wonderful to see influential business people. But when you've seen a little bit of where they were before and you see how they have managed everything that Nikki said, all the tips that Tiffany shared, when you see how they have managed to just grab a hold of that and play it for it, you know, and and pay it for it, rather, and make that dream come into fruition – it just warms your heart. It just does something to you and it motivates you for whatever, you know, there is in your life that you should be doing, that you were designed to do something greater, to to take the next shot at and 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 make it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, just just awesome story.
2: I'm um supposed to be doing the red carpet. So, I've been in addition to looking for what I'm wearing for um a, another event that I'm doing,
4: I've been oh, trying to God. figure out what I'm going to
2: do for the red carpet. Yeah. yeah. So you're uh, going to be up there, right? I think we're going we're going to actually stay the whole weekend. So yes. hopefully, um, yeah. I'm excited about yes, it. Yes, this should like be it's fun. Be great.
1: But I do want to tell you um, one thing. We have no mm-hmm. VIP tickets left to that event. It's sold out. So if you're thinking what? about going, VIP tickets are gone.
0: Mm.
1: So there's some general admission tickets left. You really need to purchase your ticket now because it's almost sold out. And each day there's like oh, an addition yeah. of more celebrities, more business people, more just. You've got to go get your ticket. So go now.
2: <laughs> Did not know that one.
1: Well, yeah, um,
2: right after this break, um, we have oh, like you were saying one of my most Favorite artist. Um, so yeah. blessed to have. Um, <laughs> so blessed to have had the opportunity to meet her. She just finished a, a long tour. We'll talk about it a little bit soon. But after this commercial break, Miss Chrisette Michelle herself is going to be in the studio to talk about her tour that she just got off, and it's not a musical tour. It's all about branding, all about getting your mm-hmm. name out there. Um, so after this break, you listen to. Let's face it. We're going to be right back here. With Miss Chrisette Michelle.
3: All right.
0: I want to thank my mommy for loving me so much,
4: for, for taking me to the doctor when I broke my foot, for leaving me alone when I wanted to be alone. And, and
5: now, as a grown up, I'm thankful for being able to take care of you, my dear mom, for taking
4: you to your therapies. For understanding that sometimes you simply want to be alone
0: roles change without us noticing that's why aarp gives you the information to provide even better care for your loved one visit aarp.org caregiving brought to you by aarp and the ad council If you're a single man under the age of 35, you'd probably like to know what the ladies are looking for on an online dating site. A guy who had a few drinks and later got pulled over for buzz driving. See, that could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. And doesn't a guy who's back living with his parents but calls them my roommates just scream Mr. Right? Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I've always wanted a neighbor
1: just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well say, Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be
3: my neighbor? My neighbor.
0: Mr. Rogers passed along friendship in his neighborhood hoping we would do the same. So let's get started. Friendship, pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com.
2: Welcome back to Let's Face It. I am so excited to have on the show today singer, songwriter, and the most sultry stage performer I have ever seen in action. Welcome to the show, Ms. Chrisette. Michelle, welcome to the show, Chrisette. How are you?
5: Thank you so much. I'm well, thanks.
2: You know what, I listen to Golden all the time. I've always said when I get enough money and I get married, I'm going to hire you to come sing that at my wedding. I know it may not be the best song for getting married, but whenever I hear that song, it just melts my heart. That's one of my favorites from you. So uh, thank if you
5: want to hear it, I want to sing
2: it. Thank you. <laughs> um, I just wanted to talk to you about um, your, your new venture. Most people know mm-hmm. you for, of course, um, your wonderful performances, Um, But you're just fresh off of an eight-city tour. But, you know, it's really not something that your music fans would have expected from when you were tours. It's the Pose and Post Symposium, which was a women's empowerment and social media marketing tour. What inspired you to organize that event?
5: You know, from the time I started in the music industry, uh, Twitter had just arrived. And it was a mm-hmm. way that I kept in uh contact with uh fans and, and made new friends, um, and even made new bandmates, assistants. A lot of it came from social media. And so I kind of wanted to share my acumen off of social media along with some of my favorite social media moguls like Brogia, Lover for Fashion, and the Main Choices owner, Courtney Adelaide. Uh, So we got together, did a special panel, and sold out in eight cities and small art galleries um, on the East Coast.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Um, So for those um, who could not make the tours, and again, like you
0: -hmm. said, you sold
2: out in all the cities that was looking at that, Congrats on that. What was the experience like for those who attended, and what new understanding did you want them to walk away with?
5: Sure. You know, it was a lot more emotional than we expected. I don't know why we didn't expect that if it was a women's tour. Of course, it was going to be emotional. Um, (laughs) But there there was so many tears. I think the main reason was because confidence in the beginning of business running a business and exposing your ideas and your passion uh, is key. And a lot of times it's scary to put yourself out. So one of the main takeaways was to be your authentic self and to stay organic. Um, and then we, also, of course, talked about things like consistency with posts um, how to create, um, you know, different types of posts, uh, especially if you're selling things, and how uncomfortable it can be to, to post something about a sale uh, right after posting a selfie. Uh, and Broja Marlboro was great uh, with those points.
2: Okay. Yeah, because you were joined by top beauty and fashion bloggers, too. Um, so who was your panel, and how did you select those, and, and what did they bring to this?
5: Sure. Um, I literally am a YouTube head. I mean, the thing people know all the lyrics of hip hop songs. I know all the coolest YouTubers, Instagrammers, Facebook. I mean, I'm just obsessed with it all. Um, and it's probably because it's been a large part of uh, my career. Um, but I I literally emailed my favorite YouTuber. Um, I emailed everybody from Time the Infamous to, um, you know, Beatface Honey. I mean, I really like sent out a lot of emails. And I was so happy Lover for Fashion and Courtney agreed to come out with me on Eight Cities in Eight Days. They were exhausted um, at the end, but it kind of they brought the, the info and I brought the expertise on tour life. <laughs>
2: uh, okay, so that was a wonderful event. And like you said, I follow you on Instagram and Twitter and you're very active on them. So how important and how do you incorporate social media at you know, in expanding your brand and and building your already successful career?
5: Sure. Uh, One one of the favorite uh, caveats that we talked about were comments. Um, one thing that all four of us do is block and delete negativity. Um, you know, we all kind of mm-hmm. joked about it every night, um, but that was one of the main questions in the audience. So, one thing is important to keep your your feed and your and your and your 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 uh, social media positive. People are attracted to positivity. People need a safe place that they can go to share themselves. Uh, so that was one thing, and another thing is paying attention to what people ask for. If I'm doing a performance. And my audience says, you know, this is what we want the set list to be. And I sing ten songs that are not on that set list. So the reason we're able to go out and perform and sell out and and sell out in the same city three times in one year um, is because we listen uh, and we take uh, people's ideas and and needs into consideration.
2: Wow. Wow. And moving a little bit further, I know Rich Hipster. I
5: love Mm -hmm. that name,
2: too. I love that name. Thank you. you said that's your online living room. Now, Chris and Michelle, you are one of the most down-to-earth celebrities that I have ever seen. We know a, a couple people in common, like you said, B.B. Sunny, Renny Vasquez. a couple people who I know who have met you and agree. Um, just from a distance, I can see that you're really real and down-to-earth. Why did you want to create this online blog, Rich Hipster? Um, number one, where did the name originate from? But what can fans who visit that site Learn about.
5: Sure. Uh, The name originated in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Um, I was kind of at a coffee shop and I saw people who lived in high rises and these beautiful, beautiful lofts in Brooklyn uh, where I was staying um, in dirty sneakers. I mean, the juxtaposition (laughs) of those two things. You know, this fantastic loft and Dirty Chuck Taylors, I just couldn't get my mind around it. And so I started talking to them. A lot of them were entrepreneurs, art curators, lovers of all different kinds of music. You'd hear different kinds. What was funny was to see all these people who looked kind of like, you know, maybe Jimmy Neutron or, you know, just, you know, regular, everyday-looking people listening to Jay Z when Jay Z came out and then Little Dragon when Little Dragon came out all in the same week. Um and right. so I coined the term for them. I decided to call them rich
0: hipsters.
5: Um okay. and I, I included myself in that because I was a part of it. My sneakers were dirty and I lived in High Lives in Brooklyn. Um and so, you know, that's where it came from. When people go to richhipster.biz, I want them to feel a sense of community, a sense of belonging uh, for the eclectic ones, for the ones who appreciate Mm -hmm. art and appreciate hard work and dedication.
2: Wow. I signed up for the email list, so hopefully it'll keep me abreast of everything that's going on with you. What's next?
5: you know right now is next um i'm doing a lot right in this present moment uh from working on my brother's new album to my new album coming out soon um the mm-hmm. pose and Post symposium will have a second leg next week i'll be in st lucia i'll be in cincinnati i'll be in huntsville alabama i'm kind of always Uh-oh. on the road touring uh so if you go to richard.biz <laughs> you'll see my tour dates. um and just keep up with me on uh, instagram i kind of It's funny because, you know, we we sell out uh, every show, and I don't even know Mm. how people are finding out (laughs) where I'm going. So there's a strange and beautiful sense of community amongst Rich Hipster Nation, and I'm really grateful for
2: it. So how can your fans, I know you said Rich Hipster, what what are your social media, your tags so that people can uh, follow you?
5: Sure. Uh, Instagram, I'm Christette Michelle with 1L. Twitter, I'm Chrisette M. Um, Facebook, I'm Christette Michelle. Uh, Snapchat, I'm Christette M. Tumblr, I'm Chrisette Michelle. Uh, and I'm leaving out something, aren't I? I can't remember. Oh, which is for that but I said well, that already. Yeah.
2: Okay. Wonderful. Bye. And talking. I just have to share with you something really quick. I have a vision board. Um, I'm a hair and makeup artist by, for 20 years. Um, i work with some of the greatest people um, except yep. you. So you're on my bucket list, and I can send you a picture of my vision board. You are on there. So I have been wow. praying that before it's all Did over. Did you post a
5: vision board city. on Instagram recently?
2: Yes, I have. I have. I posted on Instagram. I posted feel, on, the I Instagram. I post on Facebook. Um, all of my followers know that you are on my board. So before mm-hmm. I leave this earth, I want to touch Chrisette's beautiful face. I put it out there. I put it out there in the universe, and I'm going to see what God does with it. I want to thank yes, you sir. so much for stopping by. Thank and I you so much for so having much me. Much more success. You're welcome. Have a good day.
5: You too. Bye
2: bye. Bye bye. Wow. I love Chrisette. I love her. Oh my gosh. Such we can't
1: wonderful. tell that. She taught can't me too. so well.
2: You can't tell. <laughs> I think I have a No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, she's a beautiful spirit, beautiful spirit. Very
2: beautiful, and so down to earth.
1: Exactly. And
2: she is truly, yeah, and like she was saying, um, her fans, myself, I I wouldn't have expected her to to reinvent herself in this way. But like she was saying, um, social media and how Nikki was saying earlier, social media it really is how a lot of the artists today are, are building their following, they're staying in touch with their um fans just such as myself. I've gotten emails from um the the Rich Hipster website that she has. You should check that out. Um she has a lot okay. of videos and a lot of intimate writing about herself so she really is connecting with her fans. So it was really, really good to sit and talk. Well
1: with apparently her. she knew about your vision board.
2: <laughs> yeah. It sounds yes. like you may you know, have, have seen it. A- yeah, I have her. I have um, Sierra, and I also have Jennifer Hudson up there. Um, I was going to put oh, okay. Oprah up there, but you know, I'm I'm good friends with the um, the person who ha- used to do Oprah's uh, makeup, and I didn't want yeah. to like
1: that. Yeah. Oh lord. Yeah, but lord. Oprah, Oprah,
2: she really is. She's up there as well. <laughs>
1: oh, we know. We know. I don't. Yes. I don't see how you can top a show such as that. But there's an awesome show coming on next Sunday. <laughs> yes,
2: yes, 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 yes,
1: One of my topics, especially, that. well, you know, me and you don't agree politically. I think we do.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: just certain candidates, Kinda. you and I, yeah, <laughs> certain candidates, <laughs> you and I are not agreeing with. But that's all right. That's what makes the world go round. So next mm-hmm. Sunday, we're going to have a show entitled Blurred Lines. And it's all devoted to what each political party stands for. We will have representatives to just talk about what's the platform, what do they stand for, and why you should vote for that party. Um, One of the things I think a lot of us have traditional values of what we've been taught a particular political party stands for. You know, if you have this type of economic background, you should vote this. Or if you want this type of success in your life, you should vote this. But I think a lot of us have no clue today what these parties really represent, what their platforms really are, and what are the advantages or disadvantages according to your life. You know, what what, what your success level is, what, what goals and visions you have for the future are different from other people. And you should be voting and putting those people in office Based on that and that alone And we all know how the media will blur things So that's why next week We'll bring you information As always But to make you an informed person And hopefully an informed voter So I'm looking forward to having The different political parties um, Share their issues And have an open discussion and an open dialogue So you must turn in, tune in rather Next Sunday At 8.30pm Eastern Standard Time Let's face it dot com or of course you can call us at 1713 955 0793 and actually listen over the phone or you can press one to ask your questions and be live on the air.
2: Awesome, awesome. I also want to add, go to our blog talk radio fan um our fan page and subscribe to our shows and also iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, um, go yeah. ahead and follow us on those as well, please. And Alicia, I hope you have a wonderful Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day to all of our listeners. You and, as well. Um, if you cook anything, if you cook anything, please call me over there. You know I'll come.
1: Oh wait a minute, you got seafood, so I need to come over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hello. I'll keep you
2: I'll Thank keep you,
1: you so much. <laughs> all right, everybody, have a
2: good night. I'm your host, Will
1: Strayhorn. And I'm Alicia Brown.
0: We hope you've enjoyed
5: this episode of Let's Face It
0: with Will Strayhorn and Friends. We ask that you visit
5: www.let'sfaceitradio.com for up to date information on
0: future shows, special guests, advertising opportunities. And exciting, interactive ways that you can be a part of the show.
5: Join us next week, same time, same place, for real people, real topics, real talk. Let's
0: face it.
2: With the Quicksilver card from Capital One, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase. Unlimited? Unlimited? Unlimited! 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 Any way you say it, earning unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase just sounds good. Capital One, what's in your wallet? What's in
0: your wallet?
2: What's in your wallet?
0: Capital One Bank USA NA. Run to Old Navy for your favorite Old Navy Active styles. Compression leggings and Old Navy Active pants are just $12 for adults, $10 for kids, two days only, tomorrow and Sunday at OldNavy com. Valid 1-5 to 1-6, select styles only.